welcome to State of the Nonprofits. I'm your host, Autumn Vest, Executive Director of MSS. Nonprofits are the heart of any community, and here in the Permian Basin, it's no different. This podcast is designed for people who want to make our community better. The ones who work in nonprofits, serve in nonprofits, or the ones who are just beginning to seek out a way to make life better for others. This is where we'll talk about the challenges and hurdles facing our nonprofits and the people we serve. We hope to discover and share some incredible stories of impact and success. A few years ago, the United Ways of Texas partnered with the One Star Foundation to produce a report called Built for Texas, the impact and opportunity of our nonprofit sector. In the 2018 report, it was noted that there are 1.4 million employees and almost 110,000 nonprofits across our state. About 10% of those nonprofits reside right here in West Texas. Now, that was four years ago, and the world continues to change. Nonprofits keep growing as the need for services grows, too. Nonprofits need more qualified and educated employees to help serve our communities. There are many jobs to be had in nonprofit, and today we're talking about one effort to recruit new talent to the nonprofit sector and provide them with the education needed to grow into fundraising positions. Now, this is an exciting moment for State of the Nonprofits because we have two guests joining me in the studio today for the first time. It's Erica Chavez from the Nonprofit Management Center of the Permian Basin and Katrina Spears, Director of Marketing and Development for Spectrum of Solutions. And we're here to talk about Nonprofit Management Center's newest program, Fund Academy. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Hi. So let's start with Erica. Erica, tell me who you are and what you do. I'm Erica Chavez. I'm a consultant with the Nonprofit Management Center. I have, oh my gosh, 10, 12 plus years of nonprofit experience. Um, I was executive director before with a nonprofit in Odessa. Um, have, um, yeah, just quite a bit of knowledge and wisdom that I can um, deposit <laughs> and help people kind of navigate some of the nonprofit challenges. Katrina? Well, at Spectrum Solutions, um, as you stated, I'm director of marketing and development. So my role is um, big on grant writing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I uh, reach out to foundations and things to try to support us um, with grants. Um, fundraising, of course, is another huge role, building relationships with donors and maintaining them. Basically, I'm just looking out for um, the overall revenue, generating revenue, rather, for um, our organization. So tell me real quickly in like a snapshot, what mm-hmm. is Spectrum of Solutions? Um, that is a great question. Um, so many people ask me that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're definitely trying to get our name out there because so many people are confused because we used to be Mark. We've been around for 63 years, uh, but we had a name change in January mm-hmm. uh, where we wanted to drop the R word. You know, the R word is not nice. And so we changed to Spectrum of Solutions because our children's therapy center was already Spectrum of Solutions. So it was just like an easy transition to just make us all Spectrum of Solutions. And so there we service 250 clients with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Uh, about 106 of those are adults. Uh, the remaining uh, number is children, you know, whether they have autism, uh, we provide psychological service, musical therapy, uh, speech therapy, uh, things like that to our children as well. Um, as with our adults, uh, we have 15 homes um, and uh, we have direct care staff uh, that's 24-7 that's um, with them, um, you know, trying to just um, 
obviously assess them with their day-to-day life needs and skills. And we try our hardest at Spectrum Solutions to allow them to live everyday lives. You know, we do different trips for them and we try to give them as much freedom as allowed, you know. And so, again, we're just trying to get our name out there and just let people know, hey, we're still here. We just have a new name, but same goal, same people. Yeah. Mm hmm. Sounds great. Well, I know your services have been a long time service in Midland and it's exciting Uh to see just that continuation of growth and development. Yes. Yes. Very important. Now, Erica, we talk about the nonprofit management center a lot. State of the nonprofits. I think this is going to be one of our somewhere in the teen episodes. And so a lot of our listeners know what nonprofit management center is just because we talk about you guys a lot, but kind of give me the quick overview. What is nonprofit management center? So we, I mean, we do so much, but we really just try to build the capacities of nonprofits um, in the Permian Basin. We do that through our information and assistance. We do that through our lunch and learns, our workshops, our um, traditional um, programming that we have. And um, really, we just try to provide that wraparound support. And we are truly a nonprofit for nonprofits, which is um, you know, for our area, it's very rare. And so we're just, we are an incredible resource. Mm-hmm. And yes, um, yes, yes, we really try to meet nonprofits where they're at, whether it's, you know, whatever, whatever stage of your life cycle you're at, whether it's startup to a mature agency to planning for succession. Mm-hmm. Um, we really just try to to meet you where you're at. So we do a little bit of everything. It's they really true. do. We do. And <laughs> yes. We definitely need the resource. And, you know, I feel you nonprofit here for nonprofits. That's where we are, too. So the reason that we're here is to talk about this new program that Nonprofit Management Center is hosting, Fund Academy. What brief picture? What is that? Okay, Fund Academy, They that came out uh, back in 2018, before my time. Um, but the intention with Fund Academy was to train and really just cultivate Um, individuals in the resource development field, fundraisers, and really just kind of get down to the basics of what it is to fundraise. So with that course, you're looking at 24 hours of course um, content across three days, really just kind of the ABCs of nonprofit fundraising. And so um, that has since expanded to Fund Academy 2.0. And um, now um, Fund Academy is not a prerequisite for 2.0. But um, when we get into 2.0, we're also looking at like, what does a culture of philanthropy look like? What does um, more intensive grants look like? If you want to get into government grants, we, you know, we, we touch on that. We also look at Um, the do's and don'ts of grant writing and your case statements. And so we really try to cover as much as we can in that span of time. Um, And it's still just scratching the surface, but it's a really great opportunity for those that are stepping into a role of resource development um, to come take it all in, build that support with your classmates and, and really just run with it. So we've had really great success with it. So why did the Nonprofit Management Center choose to step into that fund academy? Why is that an area of focus? I think because it's just, it is such a necessity. If you are not a successful fundraiser, you're probably not going to exist very long. You know, it's just a constant having, having to have those relationships in the community and knowing how to tell your story and bringing um, the different types of funding in and making sure that that funding is diverse and, and balanced. And so, um, I think this was just a natural flow and step, um, you know, after 
um, generations at NELC. The next is like, okay, let's look at our supporting um, directors and staff. Well, you know, there's so many people that I have met that are in fundraising. When I ask them, well, why fundraising? How did you get into fundraising? It's, it seems to be accidental. Um, when you can master that and you can tell your story in a sincere way where it's not a transactional type of ask, then yeah, you're you're getting into gold. And so I could see someone sweeping in and saying like, yeah, we want you to join our team because you know how to do the ask, you know how to tell the story, and you know how to add to the growth that we want to see with mm -hmm. our nonprofit. Some of us, we grow into that over time. Like I did not start out my career wanting to ever be in the fundraising piece. I it's, like the administrative side where I'm worried about the business and mm -hmm. yes. Like yes. Katrina, how did you get into fundraising? As you just mentioned, you know, I just kind of like stumbled into it. Um, I uh, went to school uh, for business. I started out with uh, University of the Southwest. I was the director of marketing. And then from there, I became a professor. I taught for the School of Business. And then I became, at the end, their corporate outreach coordinator. All three positions. Like, I didn't leave one to do the other. I had all three positions. <laughs> Welcome to and, yes. Yes. <laughs> I was all like, okay. any other way? <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, so this is what they mean by nonprofit. Because honestly, when I went to school, um, yes, um, I had intentions on being within the business realm. Hence, my MBA. And finishing up a doctorate degree in business right now. I didn't, I never really thought of nonprofit. It mm -hmm. just kind of happened. We won't release you. Anyway. You know, <laughs> it's like a game. Once you're there, you're yeah. in it. Like you're initiated. there for life. You know, you're in it for life. I've been initiated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I mean, um, that's okay. how um, I got started. But I think it's really important that our passion is a piece of the conversation, yes. um, especially mm -hmm. around fundraising, because right, that's yes. how we're successful. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, yes. And you can tell, you know. Um, with your in your storytelling, you know, communication is very important. Mm -hmm. um, and we know that, you know, majority of our communication is nonverbal. And so when people can see just this excitement exude from you uh -huh. um, and, you know, you're you're really just you're drinking the Kool-Aid. You are mm -hmm. in it. Um, people yeah. can tell. And I think people get excited about that as well. And they yes. want to invest and they want to be part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, that greater thing. And yes. so um, when you're able to do that as a fundraiser and be genuine and authentic in that delivery, then you will have no issue and and really just making that ask and and joining and having friends join you in that greater impact that Definitely. you're trying to accomplish. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So Definitely. You, you can't teach passion, though. Mm -mm. But what are you teaching, Erica? <laughs> well, um, we definitely we get into, like I said, you know, the communication piece. We look at the planning piece because you um, you have to know a little bit of everything. It's mm -hmm. not just your case statements when you're grant writing, but it's mm -hmm. like, how do we go about it? How are we speaking to our audience? Your marketing also, it's its very crucial. We live social media and, um, you know, your mail outs, all of those things, whatever is going to just drive your message home. It's very important. So we definitely touch on that. Um, and again, the donor cultivation, like what does that look like in the greater scope of um, of your messaging? The most important is definitely the financial management um, side of of things. It is so important 
um, working hand in hand with your your finance person, your director, or whoever that is going to know the numbers. And it's important that you know how to read the numbers as well, because um, because yeah, we are we are very much um, in the nonprofit sector. We have to make sure that accountability is there. Um, your grantors will ask, a good donor will ask, and they will look this information up. And yes. so, um, so if you don't know what that is, now's the time to start doing your homework and figuring it out because people want to know. Definitely. Yeah. You have yes. to be good stewards with what you get. I went in thinking, oh yeah, this would just kind of be a refresher for me. No, no, no. I learned so much from this a- academy. Universities kind of uh-huh. have this reputation of they take in large gifts. Uh-huh. They name things after people. It's a reputation of giving. Mm-hmm. It is a little different from smaller nonprofits yes. where we sometimes feel like we almost have to sell ourselves a little bit. But yes. so you had this this university's big experience. Mm-hmm. What made you want to sign up for Fund Academy? Why did you feel like that would be useful to you going in? Because like she said, um, the Fund Academy hits a little bit on everything, mm-hmm. things that I may not have known, uh, things that would help me um, to better myself here in Texas versus New Mexico, that would help me to better myself uh, with a small nonprofit versus a major well-known university. I felt that it was something that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, um, when I first attended Fund Academy, I had just started with the Spectrum Solution and my boss, you know, she kind of gave me the info, you know, hey, check this out. And, you know, I went on the website and I was reading it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Like it hits on so much. I still have my binder <laughs> that they give you <laughs> like every day. Like you get like so many resources because of all of the different presenters that come in that they fly in. I needed to sign up for Fun Academy and I'm just so happy that my boss presented it to me because, I mean, it's just like a gold mine. It's a wealth of knowledge that you get from it. And I wouldn't say that it's just for newbies. It's for anyone, no matter how long you have been in nonprofits. It is something that any and everyone should attend because you're going to learn something new. Things always change in the nonprofit world in, in, in any part of the world. Things are always changing. So you you, you want to be updated on those things. So another one coming up in November. Yes. Tell me when that is and what's the schedule like for Fund Academy? Okay. So um, the one in November, we're actually finalizing that. Um, and it's the second week in November, I think. Uh, let me see. So the 8th through the 10th. And it will also be three days, 24 hours of course content. And that will be um, like the second tier of um, fund development. And so that one we will get into um, government grants. We'll get into more, um, I want to say intensive, but just a little a little more in-depth donor cultivation. Um, we'll also get into, um, you know, the statistics and culture of philanthropy um, because our area is just so different compared to... Um, well, just across the state and in the U.S., we are just our own little bubble over here. And so um, knowing that information is very important. Um, the do's and don'ts of grant writing um, will have new um, speakers that will speak to having um, large fundraisers, um, which I that's our last day. And we'll have a panel. And so um, our participants can ask them, you know, um, we'll ask questions, but then our participants get into some of the nitty gritty of fundraising and the 
you know, the challenges and, you know, what are things you wish you didn't know or um, what does success look like? And so it's really just this time to like the time is theirs. And so we want our class participants to get the most out of their their class. And so we really try to create as much space for um, not only just um, interactive work, but also to ask questions and to really um, to pick at our, our speakers and, and ask those critical things that they, you know, typically wouldn't have that access to. What is one thing that you could point to and say, this has improved what I'm doing in my role? If I had to choose one thing, I would say relationships. Um, you know, working, going from the university to a small profit, the university's already known. And, you know, you just kind of just got to go and just pick up the check. You know, because you have your continued donors and things, yeah, but with the small, you know, yeah. and alumni and all that, you know, with the small nonprofit, you got to keep cultivating those relationships. You know, um, a lot of our donors is, you know, older in age. And so we want to kind of go um, and look towards the younger generation and everything and just kind of let them know, hey, this is who we are. This is what we do. So the relationships with donors, potential donors, relationships uh, with um, the people that was there in the Fund Academy. Literally, um, Erica was so kind to down all of our phone numbers and our emails, our contact info, and she gave us all a sheet. I could honestly say that I could call anyone on that sheet and they would be more than willing to help me. Relationships is key. And that's basically what almost every speaker hit on that in some form of fashion, even relationships with your coworkers, because even though I'm director of marketing and development, it's not just my job. It takes a team. It's all about building relationships and networking together. And I mean, that's what I got every day that I was there at Fund Academy. Relationships are key. Clearly, we have some passion around. I love it. I love it. And yes. let me be honest with you. That is a recurring uh-huh. theme in every uh-huh. conversation I've had mm-hmm. through State of the Nonprofits. Relationships are at the core of who we are in uh-huh. nonprofits. And I love that that just continues to build on that theme. Yes. So, Erica, who can register for this class? We're talking anybody, right? Anyone. Anyone. Uh-huh. Um, this is to help you expand your professional knowledge base. And so, whether it be um, someone already in an existing um, resource uh, development role, um, EDs, um, your you know board member, supporting staff, whoever, um, as long as they're coming eager to learn and just take this information with them to to go and do good work in the nonprofit sector, this is for you. Yes. So we'd love to have you. So, yes. and I would also say anybody who's not in the nonprofit oh, yeah. but has an interest in supporting fund development, resource development, or Moving into a nonprofit role. Yes. That is something that we genuinely need to build. And nonprofits are a place for talent and wisdom and people who are coming from an education background or educated background. Mm -hmm. Nonprofits are in need of strong. Oh, yes. Quality um, leaders, employees, volunteers like we um, and we have we have those individuals, thankfully. It's just finding their place, mm-hmm. finding their place in the sector. When people hear of my role, oh, you're director of marketing. Oh, so you do social media? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. No. 
It would be amazing if others would come to these classes to better understand philanthropy and how important it is. I would love to even put that in our onboarding for our new employees and even our current employees. so They can kind of better understand what it is that I do, why it's important and why you should jump on board and, 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 and help. I love that. I think, uh-huh. you know, being a hat rack in a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. I love that hat rack. Yeah, I'm going to use that. I've been a hat rack for many years. But being a hat rack in a nonprofit, it really, truly mm-hmm. makes you passionate because you see all aspects of uh-huh. it. That is what we do in, in our environment. Yes. We, we don't silo ourselves from uh-huh. or the other organizations or from within our own organization uh-huh. because relationships, we experience the client yes. service, we experience what we're doing, and that helps build our passion, which then helps us as fund development exactly to tell that story in a yes. way that is meaningful and impactful mm-hmm. to our audience. Yes. So how does somebody need to register? So they can visit our website um, and um, it's www.nmc-pb.org slash fund dash academy. And um, they can see our dates and all the things there, application. Um, if you do not receive our constant contact um, emails or notices, um, send us an email and we'll get you on that list. And so you'll receive invites for other future opportunities coming up. We will have links in the show notes for how to register, um, how to find more information and contact the Nonprofit Manager Center directly. Yay. So we absolutely love what you guys are doing to help develop in our sector. Thank you. And we're yes, thankful definitely. for the Nonprofit Management Center around here for yes. sure. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. We so really thankful. appreciate that. I know, it's like blushing. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for your time today. I really appreciate this. And thank you for tuning in to State of the Nonprofits. Look for us wherever you get your podcasts.